And I'm pretty sure you've seen the short movie where they combined Kung Fu with uh, 80s action, retro style, and Nazis, plus Hitler. Does that ring a bell? Wait, wait, wait. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> My mind uh, is not firing on all cylinders right now, sir. You cannot do uh, this to me right now. <laughs> The 2OC, the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world, Orange County, California, and Orange County, Florida. Welcome to episode 41. This episode of 2OC, we talk about sneaky, sneaky Disney, Young King Living, and I got ash on my face. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. <laughs> I just smeared it as I was doing the intro. Uh, yeah. Do, do you know about Ash Wednesday? By the way, we're recording this on Ash Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know about Ash Wednesdays. Uh, pretty much, it's the start of the Lent season. Uh, it ends on Easter. Mm-hmm. And uh, to commemorate that, we kind of uh, we put ash on our forehead to remember... Uh, that we are mortals. Yeah, that text- sounds like fun. Oh, tons of fun! Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to send you a picture right now. If my wife, I will cooperate of what it looked like. But while that sends, how's your week? Uh, not so bad. Uh, I got a little, a uh, couple things that I am doing this weekend. But uh, before heading into the weekend, I think it's gonna be Chinese New Year. So we're gonna be celebrating oh, yeah. that this Friday, uh, probably Thursday midnight. Uh, doing the little countdown and probably some uh, uh you know chinese rituals and just have to make sure that everything in the house is completely clean before the whole new year thing and basically anything that you do during the uh, during the new year it pans out through the whole entire year so for example if you're cleaning during the new years that means that you're going to be cleaning throughout the whole entire year so let's say you're eating meat you're eating meat throughout the whole entire year. So a lot of people, what they do is they, they kind of tone it down by going vegetarian, uh, doing a lot of like, uh, you know, vegetable dish to say that you're pure throughout the whole entire uh, upcoming year. Yep. I see ash on your forehead. <laughs> by the way, you talking about meat just made me zone out because I've been fasting all day. So. <laughs> I was like, Oh man, eating meat for the rest of the year does sound pretty damn good right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh what I know that you have a whole regimen for your whole fasting type of thing that you're doing. Uh you want to tell people what exactly what you're doing? Well, okay, so for Ash Wednesday you have to fast uh but you're allowed either one small meal or two sma- two snacks. Two snacks. <laughs> two snacks in the forehead. <laughs> Just stop. There you go. Um, yeah, so for mine, I chose... Usually I go with a protein bar or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time I want to try the Soylent, which you've talked about before. I think we talked yeah. about it on the show, right? Yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah, so I was like, all right, well, uh, maybe that will be my my snack. And then I saw the calories. I'm like, well, I guess it's going to be my, my meal. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you get pretty full. Like, I mean, if you're drinking it slowly, you get pretty full fast. Oh, I sh- I struggled to finish it. It was actually really filling. Yeah, it's uh, super thick. Yeah, it's uh, 14 ounces. It's pretty much the consistency of a milkshake, except without, like, the ice crystals. Yeah. Um, But I will, even though it filled me up, I will say once it wears off, holy crap, my stomach just felt so empty. Yeah. So yeah, I think like, that's what hit me hard. But, I mean, as a meal replacement, it's perfect. Yeah. So that's why, uh, you know, I have a whole case next to me at work. So whenever I'm, uh, you know, feeling a little hungry, I can just uh, grab a bottle and just probably drink like half of it and then uh, uh, drink the rest of it throughout the day. So uh, it is a good meal replacement. But, you know, like I've said in uh, I forgot which episode it was, the uh, crazy, crazy skill I would have for memorizing what episode that was. But um <laughs> You it's, should probably it's, archive that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's it's not something that you're gonna have every single meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's a that's just a big no no. Like I, I I can't. I mean, I've done the juicing diet where you just do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this I don't know. I, I I probably get sick of this after probably one or two days if I'm doing that constantly. Yeah, I, I I think it's good if you're like on the run, you really don't have a quick, uh, time for a quick meal or something like that, and because it, it, you will feel the effects. If if oh, you yeah. don't if you don't eat, you skip a meal later on, or the, until your next meal, you're going to be kind of sluggish out of it, kind of like I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean my, it has with all my, the uh, with my two snacks coming. <laughs> but since it's you know liquid, I think it just goes straight through your system and basically. Yeah just grabs all the nutrients that it can because it doesn't need to break it down you know yeah so, so uh so the rest so that's just for today so tomorrow i'm gonna enjoy my my breakfast but yeah. until easter i'll be giving up um my usually i give up just fast food and soda mm-hmm. uh this year i'm giving up fast food soda uh last year i gave up red meat this time i'm giving up all meat except for fish or seafood mm-hmm so that's gonna be my the only like meat I will eat for forty days. Yeah. So I I, I got this uh, instant pot. You, you you know what those are, right? Oh, uh, I I think they talked about it on uh on Disjointed. Oh, they did. It's how it's how a Chinese mother shows her love. Because <laughs> hold on, which I remember this because I I okay the last time I saw the episode was like when we talked about it on the on the show, which was, like three weeks ago. Uh huh. Um. It has it has eight different cooking features. Yes, or eight it different does. cookie sets. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I just remember because the character goes like, "Oh my gosh, she loves me." How do you know? Because it has eight different cooking settings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so explain to the listeners what it is exactly. Okay, so Instant Pot is kind of like one of those lazy cooker things where uh, you just throw a bunch of stuff in it and just press a button. And it kind of simplifies everything that you're doing. So imagine, you know, slow cookers, same process. The only thing about slow cookers is it cooks your food very slow. So if you wanted something Mm -hmm. like super tender, you would have to cook cook it for like uh, four or five hours, uh, probably even longer, just depending on what you're trying to cook. So uh, what an instant pot is, is it's exact same concept, but it breaks everything down to probably more than half of the time so basically if you wanted to do ribs that would take you four or five hours 
This would probably take uh, anywhere from half an hour to an hour, just depending on how tender you want it. it so it, is, is it a pressure cooker? Yeah, it's basically okay. a pressure cooker. Uh, it, it pressurizes the food that's inside and just concentrates all the heat. So that way uh, your, your food gets uh, cooked a lot faster. And I've done stuff like pho. I've done orange chicken the healthy way where you don't fry it. And the sauce comes out to be pretty much the same thing, too, of something that you would probably have at Panda Express or something like that. And How dare you, sir? How dare you? Hey, uh, <laughs> I, props I'll, to I'll, Panda I'll Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, the sauce is pretty good. I mean, I, I use orange juice. Um, I use uh, orange zest and a lot of the soy sauce, honey, uh, all that good stuff. So, I mean, yeah, the consistency, very, very similar. And it, it just tastes a lot more healthier than having uh, Panda Express. So, anyways, the reason why I got into this is because I've seen uh, so many videos online uh, where people have lost a lot of weight just doing nothing else but just instant pot throughout the whole entire year. Uh, and I, I kind of wanted to do something like that. And I, I've been trying to eat a lot healthier so I can um you know start fitting into uh my fittings for oh, yeah. your the wedding, wedding. Yeah. yeah and the suit so that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to lose at least uh 30 pounds and just uh try to go more of the lean route and probably build some muscle on top of that so uh yeah instant pot dude i probably lost like uh, at least five pounds off of just eating only instant pot for probably about a week now well, because it, it's not just instant pot; it's the fact that you're cooking at home and you're not doing, you're not deep frying everything. You're actually cooking it. So I think that's yeah. that. That's another. It's it's just a helpful tool, but it's a good habit to get into. Yeah. So you know, I I've been reading a lot of uh, rereading a lot of uh, Tim Ferriss books and stuff like that, and uh, there's a couple of chapters in there where he, where he talks about you know when you chew your food a lot more, your t- your 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 mouth gets a lot more tired. And it just becomes more filling. It, like it tricks your brain to telling it, hey, you had enough food. So I've been doing a lot of that. And uh, I, I barely even finish my food now. Like I'll probably eat half and uh, that's it. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then a big a big part of uh, losing weight is just portion control. Yeah. And it, it's mainly like as long as you get 80% full, that's all the the food that you really need. Yeah. It's just the overeating part that's, uh, you know... Sometimes when you just have those parties throughout the whole entire month, like birthdays, like sometimes you're like, why is there so many birthdays this month? And you just keep eating like uh, potlucks and buffets and restaurants and you have to show up people's houses to eat birthday cakes. It's just too much. That's how my, Jan- that's how my January was. Everybody had yeah. a birthday. Everybody was celebrating something. Uh, goodbye dinners. And then... Uh... I had, and on top of that, I had no time for to the gym to go to the gym. So yeah, for me, it's usually November and December that totally kicks me out of the corner. Like, yeah, uh, my because my birthday is in November too, and most of the people over here that I know, their birthdays are in November and also December. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're all piled up. Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking of partying it up, um. There is some news that came out from Disneyland. Are you talking about the uh, the the new Pixar stuff? No, no, I'm talking about how how sneaky Disney was when it came to increasing their price. 
Oh, whoa, wow. Okay, tell me. Uh, it's not much, but I mean, okay. I'm, I'm guessing once you have a family, it's uh, it, it kind of adds all. It, it adds up. So yeah. this is just for the regular like day tickets. It's not for the annual pass holders. Mm-hmm. So the price, the regular price of admission, is now a hundred and seventeen dollars, which is a seven dollar increase. That's no big surprise for over here. Yeah, say like <laughs> over there is like what a hundred and forty was it? Yeah, hundred and forty, and that's uh, for one day park hopper, and there's four four parks. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. So now, because the, remember they talked about this. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if they already implemented it, but I know they talked about it a while ago. Is that they're also going to do pl- price fluctuations depending on peak season and slow season. So for the peak season. They're going to increase it up to 135 mm. for the same one day ticket. Mm-hmm. So it's not much, but I'm assuming, like, when you know, if you have a family of four, that's an extra, you know, 28 bucks just for admission. That's that's really cool. Uh, yeah. Well, not bad. Not cool. <laughs> it, you know, bad. cool for them. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it, it totally makes sense, though, you know? So. Uh, during peak season, of course, the prices are going to be uh, up, and you know, they they try to get more people to come in during the slow season. Well, the thing about both prices, regardless if it's peak season or slow season, it they both went up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm see the thing is, I try to explain it to my coworker about why they increase the season pass holders uh, prices. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to me, it makes sense that like you you want to have some pass holders to keep you busy during the slow time and to constantly have the park full. Yep. However, you don't want that many pass holders because then when tourists come, the park is full and the tourists can't enjoy their vacation. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a, a balance. You have to uh-huh. uh, give away some things to get something back, you know? Right, so you got to find that, that middle ground. Yeah. However, I don't see... Besides just business, I don't see the benefit of increasing the price of regular admission. Just business, I guess? Uh, No, I think they're just... uh, Okay, here's the thing. They're they're closed down pretty much a lot of the California Venture side. So they're they're trying Mm -hmm. to make some money back from people who aren't going to California Venture at the moment. So... In a way, I don't know if that's what they're trying to do to compensate that void. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? I just realized. I don't know if the one, you know, the the price for admission covers is the same for both parks or if it's just Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, it says here Orlando one also went up. So. Yeah, it, probably by a little bit too. Probably like another twenty bucks, just like well, over there. Well, I mean, your fiance works there, so I think you you noticed. <laughs> yeah, the only time I go to the front of the park and look at pricing is, you know, um, very when, rare. The last time I've been there was like probably two weeks ago. I born. mean, we try to go as much as we can, uh, but uh, I I just wish that you know it's not as packed. You know, uh, it's still packed nowadays, so. Well, that was my Disney news. So hopefully your Disney news was actually happy news. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually really cool news. Um, Star Wars Galaxy Edge will be more immersive. 
Uh, you know, that like even though we hear that, you know, uh, guests is going to be able to be part of the experience, you know, there's going to be actual people who are dressed up in actual costumes, walking around, acting like they're in their own type of characters. Okay, and you can actually interact with them too, which is kind of cool. They're all actors and they're all on, on, yeah, they're all in that land area and, uh, they have all, they they all have like a mind of their own. Actually, I just, I just reminded, I just reminded me right now. Um, I, I think they're already doing it or at least testing it out mm-hmm. in, in very, very small, um, ways, but one of my friends, she took her kids to Disneyland and her kid was wearing like those reversible jackets, like the one side's rebel, the other side's uh, um, the new order. Yeah. And he was wearing his, uh, the rebel side on the outside. Mm-hmm. And then the stormtroopers came up and they said, oh, I see you're an undercover new order agent. Can you tell us where <laughs> the rebels are? Uh-huh. And like pretty much like, like they they made the kid like kind of flash the 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 new order badge inside like the the jacket, mm-hmm. and then like just pretty much just made sure that he pointed in a direction, and then they took they took pictures of it. Yeah, that's a really cool thing about uh, the Star Wars stuff that they're doing right now. Um, they're doing it over here also too. Like they have a an area where you could take pictures with the stormtroopers, mm-hmm. and the stormtroopers would like you know go up to uh, uh, all the people in the crowd and say and pulling people out and saying uh hey you know you want to train you want to be like us and they would like go through like a whole like skit um but like a small skit because they they keep talking and they keep pointing around and doing all these things and that's you know that's actually pretty cool like you know they 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 spot people wearing those type of clothes and you know interact with something like that that's that's really awesome yes you pretty much you're just marking yourself to to be interacted with that that's oh. very cool so another thing is uh you know how guardians is heading to epcot mm-hmm. yeah they they have uh d23 in japan uh i think this past weekend and uh they were they're showing some really cool pictures of uh, uh upcoming stuff and uh, guardians of the galaxy at epcot um at the very front of the park i mean at the very front of the ride there'll be uh, a meet and greet where you can um uh, see Groot and everything too, and mm-hmm. you know the. I think the Milano's in the front. Yeah, the what? Milano's in the front. It's pretty cool. So. Okay, so is it like the crash? Is that what like part of the decoration, or is that just, or is that where the ride is? is uh, it? it's in front of uh, the actual ride itself. Okay. And let, let me see if I can show you the picture. And from from looking at the picture, I do see some of the characters from the movie and i i think they might do the same thing that they're doing with star wars too trying to make it more interactive and more engaging with the you know the the movie world of it they kind of have to and so is it is disney pretty much going to turn into a west world eventually <laughs> i mean that's that's the whole point right of uh being more immersive in the their world what other really <clears throat> big things that came out of d23 is something that i really enjoyed here at the hollywood studios uh park uh which you've rode on before rock and roller coaster oh yeah yeah 
Yeah, it's going to get a really big Marvel makeover. Um, we don't know exactly what it is going to be, but all we know right now that it's going to be Marvel related. I have a feeling it's going to be Black Panther. See, the thing is, okay, so right now the Rock and Roller Coaster is Aerosmith, mm-hmm. right? I can see why you would say it'd be Black Panther because uh, it's a lot of city driving. Yeah. It, city, it could either be decor. that or Iron Man slash Avengers coaster. I was, was going to say, I was going to say, I was thinking Iron Man or uh, maybe Guardians, but Guardians are going to get their own ride, so I don't think they want to double up. So, I, no. uh, yeah, my money would be on, on, on Iron Man. Yeah, because I, I think the uh, they, they said that the one in Paris is going to be rethemed as Iron Man uh, coaster. Yeah, because, I mean, Iron Man is... It, it, it's a big connection with uh, Black Sabbath and class, classic rock. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, before Guardians had their own, like, soundtrack, that, that's what uh, Iron Man was. He was rocking out. Yep. So, yeah, that's where my money is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know those uh, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters? Yeah. Yeah, the one in Hong Kong is going to be replaced with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, yeah, that's an easy transition. Yeah. So I, I have a feeling that they're going to do that to what we have here, too. However, I think uh, they're going to get rid of one of them because, I mean, one of them's here in Florida and then one of the other one is in um, uh, California. I'm pretty sure that they are going to replace the one in California because it yeah. seems pretty outdated. Yeah, it's outdated. And you already have the uh, Toy Story Mania. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah. So that's changes. pretty much. Oh. What, yeah, go ahead. Oh, and I was gonna say, uh, adding to the whole Disney thing, I finally saw the freaking VR thing at uh at Disney at Downtown Disney. Oh yeah. Um, are you gonna try to experience? I'm gonna try. Um, surprisingly, it doesn't look that packed. No, because you have to schedule it online. Oh, okay. And okay, okay. yeah, you have to pick a time, and uh, you have to have a four man team. I don't know how they go about with uh, two people or three people. They'll probably pair you up or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, because I was It's funny because it's so vague. The name, I forgot what the name of it was. The Void? No, it's not The Void. Uh, beyond, I think it's just like Beyond beyond Reality or something like that. I don't know what it was. But yeah, so it's. <laughs> or Beyond Virtual Reality or something. But it's just, it, it, the, the lettering is very discreet. There's no signs explaining. There's nothing. It's just a a little corner shop with one counter, maybe one or two people there, just standing there. No decoration, nothing. It's just it's blank. If you, it, it almost looks like a information center. Hmm. So I was like, it's like my friend Julie. She asked me, she's like, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, there's the VR thing. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't notice it. She was the one who noticed it. Yeah. So moving on. I don't know if you noticed this, but there was uh, some some more images released for one of our anticipated movies of 2018. Oh, man. There's so many movies. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, more geeked out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, is it Ready Player One? Yes, it is. So they finally released pictures of Percival H. Artemis uh, Dado. Dido? I never knew how to pronounce his name. Saito and uh, Daito. No, no, Daito and Shoto. Shoto, yeah, or Sho. Both Shoto. Shoto. Yeah. 
Uh, I just texted them to you. And uh, they, they did, uh, it was, this is from their Instagram. They did a video, so I had to do screen grabs for each one. So I'll Ooh, be posting this on wow, social that's media. that's pretty cool. So Percival yeah, we've seen. I haven't seen this yet. H we've seen from the, from the trailers. Mm-hmm. Artemis is new, because we haven't really seen her before. Dado's new, we haven't seen, but he see, you see his samurai uh, design. And you see uh, Shoto, who's ninja. But looks a little reptilian. Yeah, he's like a... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they have close-ups of like... Because the video starts with like, you know... It, it starts off with a close-up of the, each actor. And then uh, moves moves outwards to show uh, the, the character. So mm-hmm. I'll send it to you, but I just want to... I mainly wanted to show you the characters. Because I think they look amazing. And it's a little... How can I put it? It's a little like competition-wise. I mean, the, almost like the Olympic Olympic profile. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, congrats to uh, uh, Chloe Kim. Chloe Kim representing SoCal. Yep. Yeah. SoCal represent. Represent. So I'll be posting these pictures on our social media. Uh, if not, I probably have already done it. I can't remember off the top of my head right now because <laughs> I am so out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you are a big fan of kung fu movies, right? Yes. And I'm pretty sure you've seen the short movie where they combined kung fu with uh, 80s action, retro style, and Nazis, plus Hitler. Does that ring a bell? Wait, wait, wait. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> my mind is not firing on all cylinders right now sir you cannot do this to me right now <laughs> okay uh you've seen this movie called kung fury right yes yeah so that that was supposed to be a full feature length movie but uh they didn't get enough money to fund the whole entire full feature length movie so it got picked up by a producer and they're casting people right now and one of the people that they casted is Michael Fassbender. Ooh. I don't know what role he's going to play, well, but I'm pretty sure that he's going to play probably someone, um, some of the bad guy or something. Yeah, and my German actor, Nazis. I, yeah. Maybe he'll be a spy. Maybe he'll be a spy for the Allies. Yeah, but I'd I like to see him more of the bad type of guy because we've even seen so many of the, the good movies with him in it. Yeah, as I say, I can't think of a movie where he's played the bad guy that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, he, he does look like a bad guy, you know? How dare you, sir. He's, <laughs> he's cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I thought. So, I didn't know how to bring this up. Uh, You know what? As a... Wait, well, first of all, was that all the news for that for that movie? Uh yeah, that's all the news okay. for the movie right now is that they they found him, but they're still working on it. So I I was like I was like I don't know if you finished. I, I better double check. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got us on a on a fastbender uh, tangent. I don't want to mm-hmm. I don't want to step on your toes. Yeah. All right. What's uh what's one of our what's our what's the only game we've been playing lately? We've been playing a lot of player unknowns battlegrounds. And compared to other first-person shooters, we don't get a lot of kills per game. 
No, we don't. Because basically, it's a survival game. Yeah. So, uh, off the top of your head, how many how many kills do you think you average per round on a squad squad round? Uh, anywhere from I'm gonna say two because you you work together as a team trying to take down another team because they're they're only bunched up together uh in fours yeah pretty much you you like you'll get lucky you'll kill one and then as the other squad comes in to help them you you pick them off as they come in yeah so yeah but i mean yeah, averaging anywhere from up to four three four kills to down to zero kills in a round I'm pretty I, sure that if you're on PC, you'll probably be racking up a lot more. The only problem is on the console, uh, there's a lot of guns that, you know, sometimes you play certain rounds where you get certain guns that where, where you don't really play as often. Yeah, okay. And uh, and the was, loadout is totally different every well, single I was, time. I was going to go into a story, but before I do, for those that don't know the game, uh, you pretty much you build your own character. You get dropped onto an island. Um, the plane, With no, no weapons. No just, weapons. Yeah. Uh, the the flight path is different every time, and there's a bunch of random houses scattered, like small towns scattered throughout the map. Uh, you try to pick a place you think you're gonna land safely, and just scrounge around looking for weapons. And as the round goes on, the map gets smaller and smaller, and you try to kill, or at the very least survive. Until the very end, where you get winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, if if you want it on easier terms, you would say something like Battle Royale, the Japanese version. Oh no, the way you sold it to me, uh, uh Hunger Games. Yeah, Hunger it's, Games. <laughs> it's it's Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. So here's a story um, that IGN put up, and I think it's a good, good little taste of what the game is like. Especially for those that have not played it yet. Mm, it's called... Okay. The Story of a PUBG Newbie Without a PC powerful enough to run it, and a general disinterest in online shooters, with a few exceptions, it's taken me a long time to come around to the idea of PUBG. And while I'm absolutely terrible at it thus far, I'm in constant awe of the drama that unfolds in almost every game. While well, I've been in mainly closely fought and excited head-on conf confrontations, mm -hmm. of which I've lost every single one, some of my favorite moments have been near misses and often without bullets traded. Yeah. In one match, I found a discarded jeep in a clearing, and after making sure it wasn't some sort of trap, drove off towards the center of the active play area. Conscious that the vehicle might make me a target carrying only a shotgun, obviously not suitable for anything other than short-range combat. I thought it best to stop and find something a little more versatile. We've been there. Yeah, <laughs> especially, yes, when, especially when the map is tiny. Mm -hmm. I pulled up next to an apartment block and headed into the storage shed attached to its side. Closing the door behind me, result! I had found an assault rifle and a scope. As I was equipping and reloading my new loot, I heard the crunch of footsteps. I crouched under the window and positioned the camera to see what was coming. There was someone outside, and they were armed too. I had cover though, they couldn't see my position, so I waited and watched. Heart pounding, 
I mentally prepared for them coming in, in to investigate. Switching back to my shotgun and training it on the door, they took a few steps towards the shed before stopping. Standing motionless in the grass for a few seconds, then they bolted for my jeep. I was fine with this. Once I heard the car disappear over the horizon, I exhaled. Waited a few minutes to ensure they weren't waiting nearby to run me down once I made my move, and then went on my merry way. It was a minor situation where nothing really happened other than me finding a sweet gun that I never actually got the chance to fire. I died much later, lighting up a shot before someone else shot me in the back. But the mixture of fear, anticipation, and pressure that that counter had conjured was exhilarating making it one of my favorites so far. It's clear to me then, even in just a short time playing with it, that Player Unknown's Battlegrounds unwavering popularity is built upon these kinds of small, intense encounters. Don't get me wrong, I do want to be competitive at it, I want to taste the sweet success of being the sole survivor, and while I probably have a ways to go, given that I'm late to the party and I haven't even bagged that elusive first kill, I'm happy that there's still plenty of these tense spectacles to enjoy while I get there. It kind of reminds you of a horror movie. Yes. You know, the, those moments when you're you're edging your seat, you know, for the character's life. You know, you're like, oh my god, I hope he's you know, going to stay alive, you know. And you never know what's going what's to be the outcome. Because we've had those moments where, where you and I were like, you know, our teammates get killed because they went off like idiots. Mm-hmm. And we'll be in the second floor of a house, and we hear a squad below us, and you and me just kind of just like, don't move. <laughs> Freeze. So, like, you know, we'll both be putting at the door. And same thing, like, we'll hear footsteps. They're moving around. We can hear them opening closing doors, thinking that one of the, like, maybe the next door will be our door. <laughs> and I've told you before, I'm like, I, I think I stopped breathing for a second. I, I was holding my breath. I didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know PUBG is a great game for uh you know that that adrenaline that you want i mean if, if you're if you're that type of person that likes to play a game that's more um it's it's kind of like a, a war zone that is always different every single time you know mm-hmm. it, it's different than a lot of those games where you kill a bunch of guys and then come back the next round and then try to kill a bunch of guys again. This is not it. This is your survival. I mean, you're on your own. You have one life. And I, and I think it's because you spent so much time gathering stuff, uh, moving around that you start to put some value into your character's life. Yeah. To the point where it, you're kind of like, when, when you hear somebody outside and you have no weapons to shoot them with, you're kind of like, I I don't want to start again. I don't want to restart. I, I want to just, I want to survive this. Yeah, and it's very interesting because I saw a clip of some guy at a bar on a very slow day. And there was only one guy that was uh, uh, drinking uh, beer at the bar. And uh, since it was a slow day, the guy at the bar was just playing uh, PUBG. And he was putting the the uh, the video feed on, on, on the, the TV. And that's oh, nice. all. Yeah, that's all the... Um, the the guy that was sitting at the bar that's all he was watching the whole entire time he was drinking his beer and watching uh the match and it's very interesting because it, it for me 
sometimes I, I feel like it's another episode of uh, The Walking Dead because mm-hmm. they're 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 basically scavenging for supplies and they're holding up their fort, you know, and they they got to move uh, to another place. Yeah, so, pretty much. You, you got to subcamp. And there, I mean, there's times where we're, <laughs> we're driving around and you're like, oh, this is a good place. I'm like, nope, nope, keep driving. There's it's all windows. We'll, we'll we'll get shot in the we'll get shot in that house without them even having to having to open the door. <laughs> yeah. So since we're talking about video games, how are you familiar with um, Five Nights at Freddy's? I've never played it, but I have seen the figures, especially um, at comic book stores. They for some they look creepy as hell. Yeah, they're very very creepy. So do you know what the story is about? At least like you know a little bit of uh, the synopsis. No, I actually don't. Okay, so you... The first game... I'm not going to explain the other games because it just gets really complicated after that. <laughs> it's one of those. It, yeah, it's one of those uh, things that expanded so much where you have to read everything, including the books, and, and play play all the secret levels and everything in order to get all this, the, the story correct. So it's like Halo. Yeah, and there are still a lot of things that aren't being answered. Even the developer... Um, Scott something I forgot his name but he doesn't want to tell people exactly what the whole story is about he wants people to figure it out okay all right so basically you play a a guy who got a job at a uh, um kind of like a Chuck E Cheese type of place okay uh but you're a security guard and you have to watch the place at night uh when the place closes down so during the night, there has been like a lot of reportings of, you know, um, things being moved around for some weird reason. So because you're a security guard, you have to look at all the cameras and make sure that everything's in its place. But, you know, as the days go on, hence Five, night, five Nights at Freddy's, as the right. days go on, each day there's a bunch of different... Um, the animatronic robots yeah yeah. the animatronic robots like they would move around and try to eat people so it, it's a it's that episode of the simpsons where the itching scratchy robots came to life yeah it's basically that but then you have to make sure that you look at all the cameras and then you have to turn on the light and then close the door and make sure that you know the the everything is where it's supposed to be so, anyways, long story short, successful game franchise. They had multiple. Uh, they have multiple sequels and prequels, mm-hmm. and also a bunch of people who are fans would make like a their own versions of it. So the fan fiction. Yep, and you know that game being so successful with a lot of like figures that are being sold at. Uh, Hot Topic and a bunch of other stores like um, Target. It's finally getting a movie franchise. And uh, it was announced, I think today or yesterday, that they found a director. And I'm pretty happy that they were able to land someone big. And the person that they landed was... You're a big fan of Harry Potter, correct? Yeah. They landed Chris Columbus, which is the first director for the first Harry Potter movie. No, he he directed Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. So that's two, the first two. Oh, Home Alone. Okay. There you go. Sold. 
He directed Home Alone. He directed Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching Home Alone and having all the suspense. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, and he directed the two good Home Alones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not before they turned to crap. crap. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to say they're crap shacks. Crap shacks. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, this is Doubtfire. I mean, three, two or three iconic movies from the 90s. Yeah, so I'm happy for that. I, I, I uh, want something to tell me the actual story of what the hell's going on at Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, and he, <laughs> he produced the Jingle All the Way with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I actually like that movie. I did too. That's pretty much a, a Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the character he wanted. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, any any ETA on the release date? Uh, no, I think they're going to start shooting uh, sometime this year. I think it'll do well if they do it almost like... Well, you're a Doctor Who fan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the Weeping Angels. If it gives you that level of suspense, I think it'll do really, really good. Oh, yeah. All right, Anton. Um, all right, before we get into the main event, let's uh, tell people how to support the show because we are going to be going into spoilers. So, Anton, if people want to support our movie addiction, how can they do that? They can help us by going to www.the2oc.com and pretty much buy stickers or T-shirts so they can swag out. Either that or they can take a look at our show notes and see if there's anything that they want to buy from Amazon. And when they click on any of the links to Amazon on our website, it gives us a little kickback. So be sure to do that. That's right. And you can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. All right, Anton, I know you're pumped after seeing the movie. But before we get into it, let's uh, watch the trailer really quick. Okay. I have seen gods fly. I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine. Uh-huh. I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have never seen anything like this. How much more are you hiding? Hola. Let's go, go, go. My son, it is your time. Show me my respect and bow down. You get to decide what kind of king you are going to be. Don't freeze. I never freeze. The revolution will not be televised. Show me my respect. And bow down. We own ya. We own ya. We only getting started now. Cause we own ya. Everybody think they know me now. Cause we own ya. You and not my homie. Cause we own ya. I waited my entire life for this. The world's gonna start over. I'ma burn it all. What happens now determines what happens. 
to the rest of the world. You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. What kind of forever? The revolution will not be televised. Let's have some fun. soundtrack yeah i know awesome right what is your reaction on black panther after all the hype that you know everybody's been talking about last week all right so it to some extent it does live up to the hype it's a great movie but it's i don't think it's the best mcu movie okay i totally agree so what what, i mean what would you rank it like where on your top five top ten what would would you go for mcu okay I, i i like it better than I like it better than Ant-Man, of course. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Ant-Man to me is more of like a comedy. I didn't really take Ant-Man as serious as I should. But uh, Black Panther falls somewhere probably in between. Oh, man. Okay, so there's Iron Man, Mm -hmm. which is probably my favorite out of all of them. Yeah, the OG. And then Captain America. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I think it's going to be Black Panther after that. Okay. And then Thor and then everything else. Okay. So like the, the two solo movies and then Black Panther. Yeah. Um. Okay. So there's one thing that was bothering me. Where was Captain in all this? In, in all of this? He's uh, away, probably doing something important. <laughs> well, and, and, and I hope to kind of explain where he went because this is hap- this happened within the same week after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the end of Civil War, you see that it ends with Bucky being frozen and Captain saying to uh to Black Panther, you know they're going to come after us, right? And Black Panther's like, let them come. And they just show the panel, they show Wakanda. Mm-hmm. But then this like, whole time, like, there's no Captain, there's no explanation about where he went. The only mention of the other white guys is when they roll in with... um. The injured, uh, well, I, I like calling him Watson. <laughs> or his real yeah. name, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they were like, oh, great, you brought me another white guy to fix up. That's like the <laughs> only other mention. Like, there's been outsiders to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what was your uh, initial thought? I, I thought it was uh, uh, very interesting because we saw the whole emotional thing that happened between you know his father dying and uh, um, he's trying to avenge his father. Yeah. And I, I think it sums up pretty well that he has to take a very important role in this movie in order to protect his people. And uh, I do like the the story where there's someone else that is going to take the throne away from him. You know what? This and, Okay, because MCU likes to take different themes or storylines from other like classic movies. This is very mm-hmm. Lion King mixed with James Bond. Lion King? <laughs> well, to some extent. Uh, yeah. To some extent. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and the thing is... It, Hamlet. Hamlet, yeah. But like, <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, even though, you know, you would think that, you know, that Black Panther would be Simba or Hamlet. In reality, it's more Michael B. Jordan's characters that. 
So he, Michael yeah. B. Jordan's character, he he's kind of like the anti-hero. And I and that's yeah. like I, I kind of found myself confused during the whole movie, going like, he's he's supposed to be the bad guy, but I don't really disagree with what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, well, in a way, he is kind of like, uh, well, it's I, I think it's a totally different story if you're a country that is not seen by anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I rather protect my own people. And also at the same time, I have something that can pretty much rage war. Oh, sorry. And I remember it's it's Killmonger. Killmonger. Sorry. Killmonger. Yeah, I mean, like his ideas, like like his heart's in the right place. It's just the way going about it. It's it's wrong and a little over the top. So I think that's what you're yeah. saying, right? Yeah, but the, I, I guess the main reason is he's trying to take on his father's legacy because his father is the one that's trying to help people understand how powerful this country is. Well, they, they know how powerful they are. They're just trying to, uh, they're, they're trying to prevent that power from being an unleashed. They, they're, they are Pandora's box. Yeah. And they don't want to unleash Pandora's box. Yeah. But, um, Killmonger, he does, he, he what he wants to do is he wants everybody to know. Well, cause Killmonger has no, and, no real connection other than this is the home that abandoned him. So for him, this is all, yeah. this is my home, you guys owe this to me. Yeah. Or you guys, but you what guys his owe father wanted Sorry. to do was have Wakanda take over the world. No, it wasn't take over the world. It was more to, to liberate uh, black people all around the world. Yeah, okay. Okay. Alright, so this is something that I, I, I noticed in the movie, that all the Infinity Stones are in all of the other characters' movies. And this is the first movie that I think that doesn't have any of the Infinity Stones. Uh, that we know of. That we know of, yes. But what they do talk about a lot in this whole entire movie, and I, I think the whole thing pretty much revolves around it, would be Vibranium. Mm-hmm. And from my guess is that Vibranium is going to play a very big part in the avengers infinity war series oh yeah it, it's definitely gonna be at least what the i mean t'challa he offered technology to the rest of the world and like that you know wakanda's help so when thanos comes you know they're gonna come to wakanda's technology and also tony stark's technology to help him yeah and i'm pretty sure that uh there's going to be a lot of really cool tech that we're going to see in this um, Infinity War. Well, okay. So previously I mentioned that I think the Soul Stone is going to be part of Heimdall. Uh, but Heimdall's armor. That's, I mean, because it, it just falls with the Thanos uh, fan theory. But mm-hmm. after watching this movie, I really think it's going to be part of that meteor that failed at the beginning of the movie. Oh, because well, think about it. So it's one thing that the meteor made out of vibranium lands on Earth and makes a rich deposit of vibranium on Earth. But okay. what mutates the life around it? What what creates that 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 heart herb or heart plant? What do they call it? The heart flower. So something alters that plant or creates that plant, and mm-hmm. then anybody that takes that plant gets transported to the. You know the spirit world, spirit world where they see souls. Mm-hmm. So Soul Stone, there's two or three characters that see souls in this movie. 
Interesting. That I think that was like the biggest hint that that something's gonna happen with that. And it's seen that the trailer for Civil or not Civil War for Infinity Wars, it's going to have a lot. Uh, at least one of the factions is going to be fighting in Wakanda. Okay, that's that's very interesting. So I'm guessing Infinity War is going to explain more about mm-hmm. it, and it looks like I, I guess you're kind of right. It does make sense that Thanos would probably go to Wakanda and try to get that Soul Stone. If it's really there. Because yeah. it's either going to be Heimdall or Wakanda. The, 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 the yeah. Soul Stone is the last one we don't know exactly where it is for sure. And, yeah. I mean, it time's up. <laughs> the movie's coming up, so it had to reveal it sooner or later. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, okay, let's talk about the storyline of this movie. Did you like this storyline where it was going and trying to introduce these characters? It was interesting, but I like the characters, and I I do like that, much like Wakanda, this is a very isolated movie. So you can get to know Mm -hmm. the characters themselves instead of, you know, oh, it's a supporting character with Captain America there, or with Iron Man there. So it's actually, you get to invest yourself into these characters. Yeah, and what do you think about the tech, uh, comparing it to Iron Man's techs? Uh, that that that's the thing i will see i was just like watching that and mm-hmm. the main thing i can think of is oh my god tony would lose his shit if he can play with these toys <laughs> like you could just you could uh, just imagine him just wandering through the lab touching everything he's like oh what's yeah. this like, oh what's this do what <laughs> yeah i i think that's gonna be really cool but i guess he did have some type of um thing to play with which is uh captain america's shield which is a very small part, and I mean, seeing how powerful that shield has been throughout the whole series, could you imagine yeah. all these weapons made out of vibranium? Yeah. Well, Which we're probably going to see in the next movie. Yeah, but I, I do like that they finally explain where Black Panther gets his power from. Um, after mm-hmm. I mean, I was never really big on Black Panther. I should remember seeing him in Civil War going like, oh, that's a cool suit. But I see him like jumping, clawing his way down. So like, that's that's a kind of confusing. Like, well, is his power in him? Is the power in the suit? And now you get the exp- you get the explanation. So okay, let me get this straight. So basically, every time he gets challenged, he has to take away his power. Yes. By drinking the plant, and then after he's done with the challenge, he has to drink the plant again, and then. Go to the soul world to get his powers back. Well, I don't know if he's drinking the same plant to take his powers away, but yeah, he does take his powers away though. Um, yeah. it's it's to make it an even playing field. Yeah. So uh, the, the uh, another thing is uh, that I'm trying to understand is what is his power? <laughs> we didn't really get to see like his true power being used. I mean, I felt like it was just any other superhero that has uh, you know acrobatic skills and uh, well, he, kung fu he skills. Has, he has super strength. He has super strength and okay. he can heal fast. He's, he's very... That's the thing. I, I'm kind of not surprised that they burned the flower in the in the movie mm-hmm. because that's essentially the super serum. The, the super soldier serum that they made Captain America. Okay. That, okay. That That's very interesting. So how did Howard Stark get his hands on that? I Well, I don't know if it's the same stuff, but like it, mm-hmm. it has the same effect. 
Howard Stark might have made its own synthetic version. But I was seeing online that there's some mention of um, Wakanda in Iron Man 2. Hmm. So sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, so I mean, and we've also heard rumors like, you know, of Howard Stark, you know, him and what we would become S.H.I.E.L.D. working together and creating these things. So maybe Wakanda was one of the things. Yeah, you know what would be really cool if they had. Oh, never mind. That wouldn't make sense. Because I was. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Agent Carter series. And I really wish that they did so much more with it, but it. Uh... It got canceled. Yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't get to watch much of it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm sad because I, it it seemed interesting. And then going into the Civil War, that gets you to tie all the things together. All right. So uh, a couple other things about this movie, the diversity of it. Yeah. I I think it was very uh, African American heavy, mm-hmm. of course, and also it was pretty heavy with um, women. Yeah, it's because if you notice, like, uh, like eighty percent of the 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 women, the main characters that are women in the show are are super powered, or at least like yeah, you know some way of empowering them. Yeah, they're they're warriors. Like pretty mm-hmm. pretty much the the royal the royal guard is, um, all women. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to. I'm pretty sure there's, there's probably a tribe that does have a like a royal uh. Does it does have warrior women as uh, one of their forces? But yeah, it's it's very you know. It kind of reminds me of Thor, you know, with the Valkyries. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So I think it would be very interesting to have a you know a movie just about some of the characters um, that are women coming together to fight something. You mm-hmm. know, that'd be really awesome. Yeah, so let's before we wrap up, let's go into the end credit scenes. So the mid credit scene, which we kind of already touched upon, is 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 T'Challa giving a speech to the UN about mm-hmm. you know Wakanda finally, for lack of better words, coming out. <laughs> finally, coming out of the closet. It, uh, out out of the African closet. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he gives a speech about. Uh, oh, like this is a like you know our world is in turmoil, you know in times of crisis, great leaders build bridges instead of building barriers. This is my brother telling just like I just hear him out of the corner of my uh, out of my like peripheral going, damn, because he he automatically assumed <laughs> that was a that was a shot to uh, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marvel can get pretty political. Well, and the thing is, I. It's just funny how he said barriers instead of walls, which I think usually that's yeah. more commonly as you build up walls. To, uh, uh, so the last end credit scene, and I, I've heard a lot of people kind of uh, smack talk this last one. It is only Bucky coming out of this hut. Doesn't really say anything, just kind of confused, dazed out of it. And uh, <clears throat> T'Challa's sister, Shuri? Yeah, sure. Uh, is there waiting for him and one of the kids call him white wolf yeah what is the whole white wolf reference so after looking it up and i this is one of the things i could probably probably should have just texted josias apparently white wolf is part of the black panther mythology it's Mm -hmm. 
it's supposed to be, it, White Wolf is supposed to be one of his like, cousins or relatives that runs the Wakanda uh, intelligence agency. Oh, very interesting. Which, because, uh, yeah. It, okay, oh, sorry. Ahead. So it's, it, it runs the intelligence agency, but later tries to gain power and turns against uh, the Black Panther T'Challa to to gain power over Wakanda. Interesting. So I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's a preview for a future movie, but it's definitely going to be, I, I, I would say, at the very least, a subplot or a sub-story to uh, one of the future movies. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that, you know, they're going to keep uh, Bucky as a good character and not, uh, you know, cross over and uh, take the throne and overrule every, everybody. Because that, that wouldn't make sense because he's already done that before because he's brainwashed yeah and from what other people are saying is that sherry uh used enough of their technology and i'm guessing a little bit of that flower too because mm-hmm. i'm guessing that that's what they use to uh, help him from um unbrainwashing himself i don't know about the flower but yeah i mean for sure she has to have helped him because he she mentioned in the in the movie Oh, another white mm-hmm. boy to fix. So yeah. meaning she she already fixed Bucky. Mm-hmm. He's just recovering. Yeah, he was just recovering from. I mean, I got I got to assume your brain has to kind of uh, restart itself there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's not going to be a a big story in another movie, but it might it might show some tension between the two. Even though we can't play some of the awesome soundtrack on this episode, I'll leave. Um, I'll attach the the music from Nerdist, who did a a, a parody of Jaden Smith's uh, Icon, and that's where my my intro came from, Young King Living. Uh huh. Because I think that one encompasses it well. Because in there it shows uh, there's a line that uh, took down Bucky in five minutes, and then it's talking about how he scratched up like uh, Captain Shields. So there's a lot of shade in that song, so I think that encompasses what's mm-hmm. to come with uh, Marvel. All right, Anton, uh, before we wrap up, so what would you give this movie out of five? Out of five? Uh, it's it's a five. You got to go watch this one. I think this fits very well into what we're going to see that's going to happen next. Yeah, you know what? <sighs> Leaving the theater, I was kind of like at a four and a half, but yeah, I think I'd give it a five. Yeah. Not the best Marvel movie, but it's definitely a must watch, especially, especially yeah. since the uh, Infinity Wars is coming up. To tell you the truth, if I had to compare the first Captain America movie and this one, I'd rather say this is better than uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah, because Captain America had some lull during the training sequences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like uh, a lot of the stuff in the Captain America first Avenger was a little forced. Yeah, which we we Mm -hmm. kind of expected, but we were there. We were there for it. We were Mm -hmm. happy. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, Any final thoughts? Uh, nope. I think everyone should go watch the movie for themselves and see what they think. All right. And I have my Wakanda token too. So, you know, hopefully that comes in handy somehow. (laughs) Hey, you got tokens. Did you get the, um, comic books too? I did not get comic books. Okay. I got the comic books. I didn't get the coin, but I got the comic books. Uh, First edition. I got got my, my bucket, my, my limited edition Black Panther popcorn bucket. All right. (laughs) Talk about swag. I think, yeah, I think your comics piece in my bucket. All right. For yeah. the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Yeah, have a good one. Later. For Wakanda. Till I die. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
specific one. <laughs> Yeah, whoa. What you call a young king living? To tell her of Wakanda off grid, no visits. Whoa, took down Bucky five minutes. Whoa, vibranium is the business. About to make a movie independent. Got a new suit, it's kinetic. I don't need assistance from the vision. It's time for my own solo mission. I'm about to teach them the tradition. Pentagon of Chrome to submission. I'm about to do it way different. I am just a young king living. I am just a young king living, living, young, young, young king living. I am just a young king living, living. I am just a young, young, young king. I am a protector, you're a menace. That's why I gotta fight like an Avenger. Coming at the king, I'll put you in a stretcher. I am here and I'm still flexing. I am just a young king living. T'Challa of Wakanda, off grid, no limits. Whoa. Catch, scratch, cap, shield, five minutes. Whoa. Claw is so up in my business. Last war was because the Accord, though. Now I gotta fight for my turf, so. Me and Sherry dipping in the whip, so what? Holographic ride on tour, so what? Oh, man. Jaguar coming from my thorn, so what? Get the pepper copy with my crew, show what? Show them what we bout, make the world go nuts. What? Look. I am the Wakandan idol. Black suit and I fight so primal. Cat eyes, bad guys go by so. Don't hate. Am I gonna leave it to the hype though? Looking like the ticket says say so. I broke the mold with my eyes closed. Vanos is gonna start a war so. Young King battle with my suit glow. Me and Koi hitting them with force so what? The door of me legend busting door so what? Son of Tachaka and more so what? Came on coming for my crown so what? I am royalty to the core so what? You're gonna watch me blow up. I am just a young king living. T'Challa of Wakanda off greed, no visit. Whoa. Took out Bucky five minutes. Whoa. Vibranium is the business. Whoa. I am just a young king living, living. I am just a young, young, young king. I am just a young king living. I am just a young king living.